Arabica beans. I swear this is like the ninth time we've done our little coffee bit at the beginning of the show. I don't remember the last time I said Arabica beans. Just now, like three seconds ago. <laughs> wow, that's a problem that I don't remember that. Hello and welcome to episode 615 of the Two Hosers Photo Show. My name is Alan in Tübingen, Germany. With me, as always, is... Adam in Vancouver. I'll ask you once again, Adam, and I mm -hmm. want an honest answer. What's okay. going on in Vancouver? Uh, more of the same, yeah. Wow, you, you are really selling... You work for the Board of Tourism, Vancouver? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be Selling a great it. slogan. More of the same. No, it's been it nice. Would be. Yeah, things are good here. You know, I did see, I did catch a little news article, not apropos of nothing really, uh, in Vancouver though. I noticed this summer that there was limited parking down at Spanish Banks a couple times we went down. Mm -hmm. we, 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 we found parking, but there was less parking because there were a number of campers like camper vans just parked out, taking up like four or five spots and like just living down there at the beach. Yeah, there was lots, lots of those. They're booting yeah. them. Yeah, I saw that too. Okay. Do you have any insight? Any, any, as a, the, the founding member of the Vancouver Board of Tourism, mm -hmm. what do you have to say about that? I'm surprised that they were allowed to do it for so long. Like, shocked. I was shocked when I saw it because. It is like, honestly, well, well, the house just behind it, like it, it's the most beautiful campsite in the world, I would think, uh, except for Cultus Lake. That's nice too. But the, uh, the house just across the street up the hill is Mr. Lululemon's house, which probably retails for a hundred million dollars. Sure. So yeah, that's pretty, pretty, pretty prime real estate to just pitch up and, and camp for zero dollars. Right. And then I saw, I saw the, in the article I read that the guy, the guys who were getting booted were like, yeah, but like it's expensive in Vancouver. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it is. <laughs> it, it sure is. You're looking for uh 40 miles north of Edmonton. That's where you're looking for. Right. And for our Edmonton listeners, keep in mind, remember I did say 40 miles north of. <laughs> Okay. Wasn't right. ripping no, Edmonton. I've never no, no, no offense, Edmontonites. Edmontonites? Yeah. Em Edmontonians, I I guarantee it. Okay. All right. I like Edmontonites. Have, <laughs> have you ever been to Edmonton Knights would actually be the a good name of the hockey team if it wasn't the Oilers. Right. Yeah. The um have you been to Edmonton? Uh no, I don't think so. I, no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. No. Okay. We should list <laughs> off all the places we've never been. <laughs> Have you been? No, no, there's no okay. reason to go for me to go to Edmonton. Uh, Addis oh. Ababa. Have you been to Addis Ababa? No, no. Okay. All right. That's pretty much it. The rest you've been everywhere else. <laughs> <I've>, yes. <laughs> all right. Patreon. Hey, if you want to help us out, keep this witty banter uh, going. 
Go to our, go to our website, twohosers.com, and on the right-hand side, I think, you'll find the the link for Patreon. Go on there, pledge a couple bucks, and that, uh, that helps keep the costs somewhat paid for, turns out. I don't know if you know this, Adam, we don't make um, a ton of money. Like, we make like, not quite Lululemon money, but... Like we make like like Kirkland knockoff brand money. Mm, good coffee. Right, but the 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 pretend Lululemon, the the, the Costco Lululemons aren't are not good, right? Okay, right, right. I don't know. They they rarely fit me. <laughs> so okay, Patreon out of the way. Uh, what's going on, Adam? You want to know what's going on with me? I'll tell you. Sure, can't wait. Unless you're insul- insulating your attic. No, I'm not. Okay, just me then. Just me. That's that's what I'm doing today and two days ago and whatever. Insulating the attic. Have you ever done that? No. Continue not do. You should go to Edmonton before you do that. <laughs> is my recommendation. <laughs> but, okay. Uh, it, it's one of those things that I just never got around to. And uh, up until, you know, a few months ago, we could afford natural gas and now we can't. So... I have to, uh, now's the time to do it. Uh, okay. Although I'm sure it would have cost half the price like two years ago from, from based on what I'm doing it now. But uh, You mean the cost of the insulation? Yeah. Yeah, the insulation. Well, because, so I, I thought, oh yeah, like someone told me, like, oh yeah, you just get the, get the rollout stuff, roll it out, and uh, you did, you're done in half a day. Um, and they are liars. And no, it's, oh yeah, you can do it for about 500 bucks. I was like, yeah, that sounds low to me. I think it's going to cost more than that. And it, and it, it does. Spoiler alert. Um, not a ton more. It's like, I don't know, like probably end up going to cost me 800 bucks maybe. Okay. It's not, not crazy, but that's, now that's finished. So what, they, what I was told is like, oh yeah, yeah, you just rolled some of that, uh, you get some of that, uh, that roll on, uh, you know, it's not, the, it's not, I don't think it's fiberglass anymore, but it's, the, it's like that. It's like that stone wool, whatever it's called. We'd roll that on there and you're good. And it's like, turns out, no, no, you have to seal it up. Like a, a vapor barrier, which I just learned what a vapor barrier is. Okay. And then you have to buy vapor barrier tape to vapor barrier it. Gotcha. And, uh, and that's, that's 27 bucks a roll. And time consuming probably. And time consuming. That's the other thing too. So I, like, I'm, I'm wondering, so I got all that. I bought, I bought all the stuff and I'm pretty, I'm, Almost done, 80, 85% done rolling in the cutting, like cutting all the, 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 the insulation and fitting it in the, between the rafters, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm 85% done that. And then tomorrow on a Sunday, don't tell anybody, uh, I'll, I'll go and put the vapor barrier up and see if I can get that done. And then on top of that, so that's a vapor barrier. And then they're like, oh yeah, now and then you got you to gotta hold it. It's like, because I have a, what's called a cathedral ceiling, even though it's low. So it's not really like a cathedral, but it's in the attic, which is like that angled ceiling. Sure. Like the roof. Yeah. yeah. And so you, you can't just, like you have to hold it, the insulation up somehow. Like even though it's packed in reason, like reasonably, uh, you have to then see, hold it in, seal it in. And so then okay. my father-in-law was like, oh, well, you, what you should do is go over to the, the wood, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, the wood cutter guy, the uh, sawmill. Yeah. And, uh, and just get the scraps, like get the scraps, like the bark, bark ends and stuff. And you could just like, you could just screw that in there. And I was like, do you even know me? Like, do you think I'm going to go honestly do that? 
be up there like <laughs> putting ball. Like, this is, this is, we're not even living there. This is storage. Right. But you think I'm going to go up there and get stuff in and out and like catch my hair on the bark? You think that's my plan? <laughs> so I was a little offended <laughs> that he uh, suggested that. So now I'm, I'm going to end up doing uh, Jip Rock or Drywall or whatever, we, whatever it's called. I don't know. I think it's called Jip Rock anymore. Okay, so, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, so you can put that over yeah. top of it and like make it make it sort of fully encased in the walls. Fully encased. I don't think I'm going to tape and finish the drywall. I don't think that's the plan uh, and paint and all that stuff. So it's not going to be 100 percent finished, finished, but it'll be 95 percent finished because I'm one of those five percenters. But right. uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be all nice and nice in there, uh, ish. And now we have a good place to store some old rags that we never need or something. I don't know what, what we have. Snowboards, for example. Okay. okay. Great. Point, point is, if, uh, if you have the means, go ahead and hire someone to do this because this sucks. Okay. Yeah. Or don't do it or just continue to pump heat out of your, out of, of the roof of your house. <laughs> okay. There's that option too. Yeah. I mean, the, the ceiling of our, 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 like our top floor, but just below the attic is insulated you know, reasonably. And then, so it's not like it's just nothing, but it just makes total sense to, to do this now. So that's all I'm trying to tell you. All right. Okay. That's the end of the insulating the attic anecdote. I think maybe, maybe more next week. Who knows? Maybe it'll yeah. be the, the Jip Rock, Jip Rock week on Two Hosers Photo <laughs> Show. Good. <laughs> not called Jip Rock. I, I, I forget what it's even called here because now I'm dealing with the German name for it. That's Jip Rock. I think is what they call it, and uh, and so whatever it is, drywall. What do you what do you find out for next week, Adam? I think it goes by both of those names here, but most people, okay. I'd say, the commoners would refer to it as drywall. I think the commoners refer to it as gyp rock. Oh, okay. So I don't know then. Yeah. I would have thought drywall. Okay, I think that's a I'm cool because that's the cool kids. Okay. All right. Glad I wasted everybody's time. Yeah, thanks. That's literally all that's going on with me, except for watching my son play soccer today. That was it. Okay. And any <laughs> any big big moments there? No. Oh okay. no! You know what was nice though is we. Here's the weird part. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a road game today. Uh, we're playing a different. You know, at a, at a, you know what a road game means, right? Yeah. You like we didn't play travel. in the road. We played on a soccer field, but it was at at someone else's park. Right. You're the visiting team. We're the visiting team. There you go. So visiting team, this is the first year they actually have refs and uh, Sheeds Richter, what they're called. And uh, so they have those. And then except for today, the, the ref didn't show up. So, so you had to be the guest referee. No, no, no. I, I couldn't pick soccer out of a lineup. I don't know anything about it at all. I, I would not know what a penalty is. I would never call a, a foul ever, first of all. <laughs> I would allow fighting. <laughs> and uh, I might even get into some of the, a fight with some of the kids. I don't know. Okay, all based, right. Based on their on their haircuts, actually, and I'm not even kidding. <laughs> at least I was at least happy that my son. There's a kid in the team who showed up wearing a really dodgy hairdo today, and uh, him and his buddy took the time to mock him. So I was like, all right, I'm proud of you. <laughs> you need that, you know. Sure. Yeah. 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 So, anyways, uh, no, they, they they went and found a ref, and uh, it was one of the parents on our team, one of the dads, and I was like, Whoa, on our team, you feel like maybe you should handle that. 
<laughs> in the rain, in the rain, no less. And right. and he had no whistle. So there's the dad in jeans, like and sneakers, running around the wet field, just yelling, "Stop!" Whenever there's a, uh, you have to stop something. So it was pretty fun. That is funny. Yeah. So the World Cup's coming. It's this is not that. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. So what about you? What's up? Hockey? What? Yeah, we are hockey. We had hockey. Jack had hockey game last night, has one today, has one tomorrow. So it, most of his hockey seems to fall kind of over the weekends, which is better this year. Last year, it was all the time, every time, all the moments where you don't want to be driving or sitting in a ice cold skating rink. Um, that's when hockey right. was. But now it's, uh, it's a little bit more because he's playing the recreational or house hockey. So it's, uh, it's only usually about three times a week. Just happened to be that it fell Friday, Saturday, Sunday this week. Oh, I see. So now is there as much travel? Uh, s- similar travel, lower mainland travel. Oh, so boo. Vancouver, like today we're, we're home. So we're in Richmond and then tomorrow back out to Vancouver, I think UBC or something. I wish they would just play recreational hockey just in your own like municipality. That would be awesome. Yeah. But that, that's not, that's not how it works, unfortunately. Well, like when I was a kid, that's how, that's how we did it. And, um, and which is nice because I remember like later on, we talked about refing last week. I used to ref hockey. And when you ref like, you know, higher caliber hockey, band of A, midget A, stuff like that. I'm sure it's not called that now, but, but, um, you go, you, you kind of have to travel around. They expect you to, you know, so I would go ref at Thunderbird or, you know, all the way out to East Van places, sometimes way out to, um, uh, what's the one I'm thinking of? Not Abbotsford, uh, Chilliwack, to go to Chilliwack sometimes. Um, but even going and getting around the lower mainland in the evening back then was okay because it wasn't crazy traffic. It must be insane now. Well, he's older now. So now he gets the later ice time. So it wasn't bad. Last night we played at like eight ah. o'clock start time in, in Vancouver. So it took no time on a Friday because there's nobody left on the road by then. There you go. Yeah. Put so that I in know, your so ad I, for I, the Vancouver trade board. Yeah, and I think I on Sunday it's like at eleven or eleven thirty a.m. So again, there'll be no traffic. So no, we're we're fine that way. Yeah, I don't I don't mind it. It's it's fun. He's enjoying hockey so much more playing the rec stuff with his friends rather than the competitive stuff was was not a lot of fun for him. So this 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 is this is better. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me get everyone uh, a reminder. The monthly challenge this month is Halloween. Put that on Instagram, hashtag it, two hosers, monthly challenge, hashtag hey hosers, even better, and really do this. Tag us at two hosers to make sure that we see it because Instagram was playing games last month and I worry, I, I don't worry, but I don't want to miss anybody. So throw that up there. We'll talk about that at the end of the beginning of the next month, actually. Hey, did you shoot anything interesting? I'll bet you it was hockey. I did, yeah, but I did a little bit. More interesting than my typical hockey, just during a game, snapping some some photos. I took a bunch of lights on the ice and I did like a, a photo shoot. My The coach who's coached Jack for hockey in the past, he's coached Jack for baseball. He likes to make like those game day game day action kind of things. I think I mentioned it a couple of weeks back, maybe last week, I don't remember. But, uh, you know, I said, oh, I'd go on the ice and take some some on ice shots uh, that then he could, you know, 
turn into his game day photos and do something a little different than just the the actual photos from the game through the glass and whatnot. So I did that. So I went out to a practice. I took three lights, uh, just bare flash light stands. And then I went and I, sh- I shot on the ice and I, I, I basically backlit because I, I think there was 16 kids. So 15 skaters and a goalie. And so I took the three lights out and then we didn't want to do, cause again, these are going to be used for these game day actions. Didn't want to do, the same photo for each kid because I wanted him to be able to have different looking game days for all the kids. So I basically had to keep changing the orientation of where the lights were going to be. But more or less what I try to do is two lights in the back up on stands reasonably high and angle down to kind of create sort of a vignette on the ice and then one light in the front and then one of my uh, helpers holding like uh, the big silver bounce and so more or less like light coming from from four places and then I had Mm -hmm. them either skate through and stop or do a sort of a a shooting move or or basically a poke check or whatever I just kept kept trying to change it up as the new group of two or three kids that I was working with came through and uh and then yes and then I and I basically you know didn't go high speed sync I went low powered flash and then tried to get them to other than the stopping not move super fast through the area um, okay. and then to try to kind of keep motion as frozen as possible and that's pretty much it killed most of the ambience so almost all the light in the photos other than some light sometimes coming from like the the ceiling lighting system in the rink are just it's all it's all flash lit Looks very cool. Did they like them? Uh, I just sent them out. They, the parents, of course, really like them. The kids, I'm sure, are indifferent, sort of how it goes with kids. But the parents love the photos. And um, I'm sure what my my uh, my buddy's going to do with them in game days will be will be pretty cool, too. So whenever um, the game days come out, I'll, I'll see if I can get the uh, clearance to put a couple of them on the podcast. Jack's I'll put up for sure, just depending on for each game, he'll put one out to the team like all this and he'll have the game date and whatnot. I think he did one for Jack's baseball that I might've put out last year. I can't remember, but uh, yeah, anyways, it was, it's, it's always good fun and you never know what you're going to get, especially in this scenario where you've got a very limited amount of time on the ice. So uh, I wanted to have it all done for an hour. They had an hour and a half practice, but they wanted to have like a a scrimmage and I'm occupying like a third of the ice. So I, I, my goal was, 16 kids done through a sequence of different shots in an hour so that was that was the the goal which meant a lot of quick moving a lot of changing adjustments and sometimes the kids eyes are closed or whatever so then you got to do it again and they got to hit the mark because i don't want to photoshop out light stands and stuff so if they don't go in the right spot then it's like yep okay do it again so there's a lot of (laughs) do it do it again yeah um because you're just yelling at them what are you uh, doing? I was more or less saying, I was trying to pick spots like, hey, skate along this line on the ice, this exact line. That's what I want you to do. Yeah. And then they wouldn't they wouldn't do it. And then I'd have to do it again. And so, yeah, or stop on this line. And yeah, that, that didn't always work either. Plus, my timing yep. has to be just right. I also did use the new camera. So I wanted to, like last time I would have said, oh, I'll take the beater camera to do this because... Um, 
I don't want to, you know, get ice or whatever around it. No, fully took the good camera. Partly why I had them doing stopping side to side versus at me. Uh, I did yeah. not want them to completely shower me with with snow <laughs> in in the lens. Learned that from last year. So I had them going sideways, which I I like the effect. So one of the photos, see the one that says um, ice spray or whatever, which which yeah. uh, is Jack's buddy that always shows up in baseball and hockey photos. Um, he's doing kind of the open blade stop and he could just spray that snow. So I love how the snow lights up here when you've killed all the ambient and you've got the backlighting from the flashes like this the snow just looks so awesome plus he's kind of smiling which looks cool and it's also a different looking stop or action that you could photoshop in like another player or puck or whatever it looks like he's kind of making um like a a poke check type reach for a puck and so yeah i love Mm -hmm. how that one looks I, i feel like that one will will be a good uh a good game day action um, for sure. So, and then I sh- I put the one in there of Jack just going sideways. His is more of a, Hey, I'm posing for a photo. Like he's looking right at the camera. I did tell him to do that and he's kind of yeah. s- stopping and then crossing back over. So again, I, I just, I just like how th- this is the only one I did like this. Um, most of the time I wasn't telling them to look right at the, the camera because it was meant to be kind of like in game action type look, but um, yeah, relatively easy to do just with a, a few, um, bare strobes. And again, hard light, I like in this scenario, like I, I don't mind yeah. hard light at all. So I actually really like how sharp it looks. And I did with some of them. I can't remember if these two, but I think, I think looking at it now, I think I did is, uh, because I, with them moving in depth of field, I think I shot most of them with an f7 and the reason i chose f7 was because i was using that uh, rf lens with the variable aperture and so Mm -hmm. i wanted to keep them all consistent so i didn't have to mess around with the lighting so i said okay i'm going to shoot everything at f7 with this lens uh and then if i don't like the depth of field i'll just add a little bit of the radial blur which is what i did in the jack photo looking at it i'm pretty sure there is that and also in the I'm not sure about his buddy i don't think i did with that one but may have um and and what a great little tool that is to allow you to get the best of both worlds to go i'm going to shoot f7 my subject's going to be in focus and oh, now with the I background can, blur you mean and now I can add a little bit of background blur, which again, yeah. you you probably in these scenarios wouldn't notice, but I prefer it to be a little bit more out of focus than in focus because I, w- I want the focus on, on the, the subject, right? For sure. For sure. Yeah. No, my, what I was thinking about is like, you should actually let the kids hammer your camera because pretty soon if they, if they just, if they beat up your good camera, your beater will be an awesome camera. <laughs> All right, that's a uh, that's another way to look at it. That's a tip. Um, yeah. Another two 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 other for, for these are great. I mean, they're, they're going to be great for the game day stuff and, and all that. Two things that I would consider: one to make your buddy's life a little easier. Although it sounds like he's you know a master at PowerPoint or however he, you said he he he, he edits these. Yeah. yeah. Um, what what I've done in the past, like when I shot the. Uh, the balloon smash um, baseball photos with the hitting the water balloons. Yeah, remember those? And yeah, so yeah. I didn't. At the pool I didn't or obviously have a big giant studio. It was. It was. I think it was February, so we couldn't shoot outside. It was. It was like you know zero degrees. That wasn't going to work. And so that was when we went to the the the, the uh, 
indoor swimming pool that was closed down. And so we went and shot in there. Unfortunately, there was, there was water in the pool. I wanted to go shoot in the pool itself, but we had to shoot on the pool deck. And I didn't have a big enough background to hang. Like I wanted a black background so you could really pick out the, uh, the, like the water spray. Um, but I didn't have a big enough one, a big enough background, so I would position it right where I thought the water spray would go. So I, I would, Im- I could imagine you doing that here if, if your buddy's going to Photoshop these out. Is basically have the kids spray, make sure there's their snow sprays in front of the black background. They don't matter because you can cut them easily out uh, in in Paint, Microsoft Paint, or whatever. But uh, either way, it sounds like that might be a, like a little bit of a hassle because now you really have to hit your mark. Yeah, yeah, you need a pretty big black. I have a big back black background but it would need to be massive to, i think to pull that out well no it wouldn't it would only need to cover basically that little part where the, where the spray is right but that when well, the, get the, the the kid doing the massive spray would be different but uh, yeah 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 a little spray you might son. be able to pull off yeah yeah, yeah you, you know you i hear what you're saying yeah that and i don't be. even know the if last he'll, thing oh i was gonna say i don't even know if he'd pull them from the background because you I mean, for this, I think he'll drop some text in and he'll, he'll probably want it to look like it's on a rink. So, I mean, he okay. might, he might pull it completely from the background, but yeah, I'm not sure. We'll we'll see what he does. I, I kind of thought, oh, don't you want boards? Like that's part of every rink everywhere that you'll see yeah. some of the, the I, I don't know. We'll see. This is you on rink one too at Minaru? This is Minaru. Yeah. The stadium rink. Yeah. 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 Which is a better nice. place because you can have the uh you can kill the ambient better oh and another little thing that i did with the back flashes was uh was i'd snooted them so that i would try to keep as much of the light off of the because there's a lot of glass in rinks um keep right. as much of light spraying off the glass then you have to deal with those reflections in post which again idea was minimize the extra work afterwards so yeah Indeed. snooting those flashes uh, worked out well didn't have to deal with that and what about, would you like to cause some, some serious controversy around the league? I, th- I think you should, actually. What's that? Okay, middle, medium, medium controversy. Um, I would, I would if, if you were to do some more of these photos again this year, which you might not, but next time you do them, I would consider having the dads bring the screwdrivers down and take the, the, the cages off just for the photos to get a real good look at, uh, at, the, at the faces. Yeah, and they, I'll, you keep... I might, uh, I might consider that. I think they probably would let us. I don't know, again, how the insurance for that works to, to do it. I know they, they take their helmets off for just like a team photo. That's no problem. Right. But in, in this scenario too, because I thought about it, I kind of like the shadows created by the flashes on their face. And I like the fact that from a game day action standpoint, like that's authentic. This age, you wear a cage. Like yeah. that's just how it is until you're, I think 18 or whatever it is, 19 when you're even the, 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 yeah, the world juniors, the younger guys have to wear the cages. I think I can't remember what age is. I'm going to say 17 or 18 before you're allowed to take the cage off. So again, it's a little bit of the authenticity. I did think about it, but I feel like looking at the photos, you can very clearly tell which kid is which. Um, so, so I'm good with it yeah i don't i, don't I also think know I'll... that your son's number 14 so that helped sure sure yeah, yeah you know or, that or mug. just throw a toque on I, I imagine doing this without helmets would cause massive controversy you'd, you'd be in big trouble so that's yeah. why i said take the, take the cage off but just doing right. it in a in a in a cool uh 
Richmond hockey toque would look good too. But yeah, you know what? I'll 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 see. I'll see if that's allowed, and maybe maybe that's a project no, for later. No, it's not later allowed. There. Do not ask. <laughs> well, no, but I'm public skating. You. I guess the difference is pucks and all that. But public skating, you know, all the little kids get out on the ice when they don't have cages. So you're you're allowed to no, be I'm on like the ice. Oh yeah, I'm that a, wouldn't I'm be a, allowed. Just go full toque. Full toque. Full toque would look great. Oh, toque beanie or um, for our other American listeners, mutza in German. That's what's called a mutza. So that's the thing the, you wear on your head. I, the goalie photos, let me say, were my favorite, but I don't, there's a new goalie to this team this year, and I don't know the goalie or the goalie's parents, and so I didn't even know who to ask uh, for permission to show the goalie photos, but the goalie photos are my favorite. And in, I think my absolute favorite of all the photos, I, I did one where I had the goalie kind of like sprawled out on his stomach, kind of reaching up for for, or trying to make like a sort of like a desperation save and the angles kind of a Dutch angle. And I kept one of the flashes, which I was shot in, not the light stand, but just the pop from the flash, like the big, whatever starred light in uh-huh. the background in. And I love it, but I, uh, yeah, I have to get permission to, to post that one. But if I do, uh, stay tuned. Look out. I'll put it on my website. Yeah. Oops. Nope. no yeah all right uh let's get into the photo challenge which yours yours is right right in line with this so yours you may want in black and white this kid is pointing at the camera he's pointing at the listener hey listen to the hosers yeah yeah no the reason i chose this photo in particular i like the photo and this is obviously um you know meant to be shooting the puck so this sort of the follow-through for those that uh that don't know their their hockey poses so he's kind of following through after a shot and but yeah i like how he like he's pointing i like again how the light in this scenario you see like he's kind of got the double shadow one going one way a softer one going the other way um you know because that's that's just the placement of the lights and the intensity of the lights and where he's standing but um what uh what I really liked most about this photo is that this young fellow, he is an aspiring photographer from the team. So we've known him for a oh. while and his mom told me that, Oh, um, he really wants to, uh, uh, this is Tommy. Tommy really wants to, um, you know, kiss, be on the, girl on the hosers. No, he wants to be on the hosers, uh, podcast. And I was like, why? He's like, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he's taking photography next semester. And, okay. uh, and so, like, you know, he's interested. And I said, like, after one of the practices, because, again, this is a kid that that my son knows and um, well for a number of years. And I said, uh, well, does he uh, does he take part in any of the photo challenges? And he's like, oh, well, what's that? So after practice, one day I was telling him, hey, you should uh, you should follow the hosers on Instagram and you should yeah. basically take a monthly photo. I told him what the monthly challenge was uh, and you should tag the two hosers and and then uh, and then we'll see it so i think he already did a fall photo but that was for last month is that last month he just did it the other day and then i told him halloween for this month but i think he tagged the two hosers so i was like okay he's he's actually done that on his own he found a fall inspired moment took a photo posted tag two hosers i'm like well you're going to be the uh, the photo challenge for this week. So I did not tell nice. him, but this will hopefully show up in his feed if he follows the hosers. The, uh, the, this is the Tommy. Shot. This is Tommy, yeah. Is he good at pinball? 
Uh, I'll ask him. Oh, I think so. I think he. I think he went to the pinball museum. Museum. Yeah, I heard I'm that. Sure. Yeah. There's no question. <laughs> the kid's a wizard. I guarantee. Yeah. But I love right. the. I love the the lighting on the helmet. I just again, you just basically this is like the lighting gauntlet. I'll call it like four lights and hey, stand in the middle. Stand in the middle of the four lights. Yeah. It's generally. Um, it's generally an easy way to light. Yeah, this look, this does look really cool. It looks looks really cool in black and white too. It really pops out, uh, like just with the, the the tape on the stick, and then and then like his face, uh, you know, the light being there, the contrast, excellent, like great choice, and uh, welcome to the show, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. So maybe you know, a, pro- a future you know, guest. The only downside is is that that's you recording an interview with Tommy. Yeah, no, that's bad. That'll be bad. News. Oh no, Tommy. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, union rules. You can't be on the show. Sorry. <laughs> Out of my hands. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, where do we start with mine? Oh, the one of my daughter, the, the portrait looking one. That was the attempt. I, I just, again, I was, I, was, I was racing around, spending the week, uh, in, you know, working on the house and thought, oh, I would, I'm, I'm going to take a, uh, a portrait of my daughter because of course I am. And uh, I'm going to get the smoke machine out the fog machine. And okay. then I realized, well, in order for me to um, work in my attic, I must empty my attic, which was right. jam, jam, jam full of stuff, including my smoke machine. So I took, I spent like a day and a half emptying the entire attic into our spare bedroom upstairs and then realized my smoke machine was on the other side of the room. Of nice. and basically everything that everybody in the world owns is jammed into that room. So okay. uh, I had to do like a little bit of Tetris to get that out of there, and then brought it downstairs and managed to use it. And so use the smoke, the the fog machine, and wanted to see if I could light it, light a smoke shot and a portrait with just the LED only. What do you think? Did I? I wouldn't have known there was, uh, now I, that I look for the fog, I can see it, but I would not have known this was a fog machine pick. I would oh, have there's other thought- ones where the fog is evident, like where it's mostly fog. Like, and it's like, hey, hey look who bought a smoke machine, that guy. Um, but I opted for one that was a little more subtle. Okay. So you did it. You lit it with one light. I lit it with an LED. No, so, sorry. I, 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 I. Yeah, I, I only use one LED light to light this and use a smoke machine. But what I'm asking you is, the question I'm asking, did I light this, did I light a smoke shot with one LED or did I just fail miserably? Mm, it's not a miserable fail. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't love it, but it's fine. No, see, the bounce board was also in the back of that room, and so that's why the the left her left side of her face is not lit at all. Because normally I would have gone and, and bounced some light in there to fill that in and make it shaped and interesting, and yeah. um, it isn't. Uh, so there's that, and uh, it's very hard to do. So like lighting fog, you you can't front light the fog. That's going to look right. terrible. So you kind of have to backlight it, but also use that backlight to front light without a bounce. And uh, I'm not sure if you understand how light works, Adam, but it goes no. pretty much in a straight line. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> 
Okay, so then what did you do? Well, then we were we were messing around, and and my my son he was he was operating the smoke machine. He loves that. He he might be a, a smoke machine operator, like in a at a rave party or something when he's older. That that'll be his goal. <laughs> okay, just cannot get enough. He might take the smoke machine to school with him just just to just to show everybody. Right. Uh, so he he's so then he decided okay dad we're done can I just fill up the room with with fog and I was like yeah of course you can we're not here for a halfway so he he lights it up and then all of a sudden we look over and this is in the basement so the light coming in the the basement windows they're they're, they're, they're sort of the uh, like it's like a half three quarter basement so the like the the windows are in the window wells you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So the light kind of comes at a cool angle, and it was creating these, these cool shafts of light uh, cutting across. So there's the one of my son was like, "Hey, can I be in this shaft of light?" It was all natural. And I was like, "Yeah, let's go stand over there and uh, look cool." And so he stood over there and did not look cool. That was not on the menu. This is his. This is his idea of looking cool. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah. So uh, little James Dean Jr. here. Stood there all grinning like a moron. Can you say that? Can you say moron? No, no. But you no. did, so okay. that's fine. Edit that out. Edit that out. Okay. Grinning like a grinner. It was what it was. What the actual phrase should be. Uh, anyway, so there's that, and then my daughter standing there, which I like the one of my daughter better. Uh, sure, it is much standing. better. Yeah, yeah. So glad I put all the effort again getting the LED out. Yeah. Oh, and they're and they're in black and white. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It almost looks like, uh, have you used some, is that a filter to sort of soften it a little bit or like, it just looks soft. It is, it is soft. And that's what we're going to get into in our, uh, topic this week, which is fog machine tips, Adam. You've had oh, your fog okay. machine for at least, at least six years. Sure. No, you have. I'm not asking. I went back and looked cause I was like, I'm pretty sure. We did a uh, an episode on fog machine because I was like, what are, what are we going to call this one? Like, I was like, oh man, we'll call it Lost in the Fog. Ha ha ha! I went back and looked, and the last time we talked about fog machines, the episode was called Lost in the Fog. So um, I was not funny twice, six years apart. Okay, and, and that was fe- February of, of twenty seventeen. We talked about it. So you you've had it at, at least that long, probably longer. Yes, I, I don't recall, so it's long yeah. enough for me not to recall. Exactly. Oh, there you go. Well put. Long enough for me not to recall. So typically, I mean, you've you've used a, I mean, you, you've used it sparingly, as have I. It's, it's not the kind of thing that you you know you have in your top drawer next to your knives and forks, and you just get out all the time for right. photography. Um, but. I highly recommend getting one. At the time I bought mine six years ago, I, th- I think it was about forty bucks, probably three times that now. And uh, but whatever, whatever, it's t- totally worth it. I love my my f- uh, fog machine uh, when I do use it. But how have you been using it? What, what, what was your like, especially when you first started? And then what were you using it for? I really haven't used it more than a half dozen times it would be my guess so if i've had it for six years once a year yeah and the main things that i've used it for are kind of the sports related shots i know when i Mm -hmm. first got it i think i did one of jack 
hockey. I've used it uh, for team baseball stuff. Uh, I'd like to take it on ice and do something with hockey, but I think the rinks um, are against that sort of thing. But yeah, it's mostly Again, been just... only if you ask, Adam. Only if you ask. I think maybe with the kids, the first time we got it, maybe with a little dance party, not photo related, but just pumping fog yes. into, into a dance party. But yeah, no, I really haven't used it much because uh, it it fogs up our entire downstairs when I use it. And yeah. use, using it outside is difficult because any breeze and you're, you, you just can't control what the smoke does. So I do like having one, but... Oftentimes when I think I'd like to use it, I either feel like I can't control it or yeah, it seems like too much work to, to use it. So um, maybe I'm not selling it a hundred percent here for <laughs> the fog machine manufacturers. Uh, well, no, the one, the ones that we have that you and I have are both, uh, both similar in like in size and, and capacity. And, and they're, they're, they're not t- super tiny mini by any means, but they're not no. the, the industrial grade like you're, that you'll use on a movie shoot. Um, right. And so, yeah, for our, for our small rooms, yeah, they're fantastic. They, they work great outside. You need something a lot bigger, uh, just to pump a lot of smoke out before the breeze takes it away. Um, or somewhat, some, something somewhat controllable outside with, you know, like a carport or something like that. Uh, but yeah, there are definitely challenges to using it, but typically whenever I use mine, I use mine a lot for like, say the, uh, the magazine covers for baseball, the Spieltag things. I, I use it fairly often, um, for a background. That's generally the, what I will, what I will use it for is to create a kind of a cool looking background, which I'm going to throw, you know, blast some smoke out, definitely backlight it probably with some colors, um, in order to, to make it really pop. But the only rub is that you have about three shots and then the room fills up and now you're just in a smoke room and you no longer have a background. What you have is this, you know, you're in a house fire. So that's not, that. that, then you're done. But for that, it is fantastic. And the the way to do that is the real, the real key to shooting with, with uh, a, a fog machine for a cool background is backlight. You can't front light it. It's it. You, you might see some, but when you really want to see it, like that kind of like, um, like the opening of Color of Money, for example, like it's going to be backlit smoke, and that's the that's that's the way what you have to do. So, what I typically do in that scenario is I set all my lights up, get that nice backlight going, and then I pop a couple of test shots before. I let the smoke go just to make sure I have everything in place because once the smoke happens, you got three three uh, three shots at it for about five hours, and then you can come back and try again. So, right. do that first. Try to try a blue gel. That's the first first tip. Use a blue gel; looks great. Later on, try different ones, but uh, that's typically my starting point. But I've seen, like, I've been on movie sets, and and, and they they use fog machines, uh, you know, I wouldn't say often, but often enough that I've seen it being used on multiple occasions. And what they'll do is they'll use it to sort of create a nice, soft look throughout the entire image, like you see on my son and my daughter. Okay. Uh, More so on my daughter, actually, like, because of where she's standing, um... It really diffuses the light, sort of brings up the shadows a little bit, uh, reduces the contrast, and 
at first glance, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't think, oh, that's a smoke machine. Right. You, you know, like it, it kind of looks like uh, the old like quarter black pro mist or eighth, eighth black pro mist that I have, the, the filters that I love. Yeah, um, yeah, I, uh, that's what I was actually thinking is that it, it, it looks like a filter, like something that you'd wind on, yeah. Yeah, but in this case, uh, no, because, and, and the other thing is if you're going to use the filter, you're not going to get those cool shafts of light. Like those shafts of light, they might they might show up on the, the, the wall, but they're not going to be, like you can see on her right shoulder, it kind of continues across, and that's the, the actual fog being lit up by that. Uh, that li- outdoor uh, outside light, right? So okay. that's a great and and I don't you, I don't do this enough. I don't do enough photos with this, so I, I'm going to try and add a, add of this to the uh, to the repertoire to just add. So basically, what you do is is you'll just you'll throw a little bit of smoke out there and then take like a, a bounce board or something and basically waft the entire room so it disperses nice and even throughout the whole room. But you, the, the kicker is, the kicker, the tip is, you only need a little bit. Like a little bit goes a long way. If you go too crazy, then obviously you're like, it's pea soup. But a little bit adds just enough diffusion that you get a real cool look to it. And uh, so Adam, I mean, you, you got to do this now. Okay. You know that uh, Sam probably on the operating the smoke machine is not going to stop at a little bit, right? No, he stops at a little bit. Um, no, a little bit after. No, a lot <laughs> after a little bit. Huh? What's that, Dad? St- continue? What? St- what a stop? What? Oh, okay, stop now. Yeah, I, I literally had to walk over. Like after we were done, I was like, "Yeah, I let her rip." And then I was like, "Okay, that's enough. That's enough." And then I literally had to go over and unplug it because he's. I was like, "Come on, you're just you're, you're, I, it's, I'm like." I, I, we always have a joke because this is this is essentially his his attitude with ketchup as well. It's like what? No, no, what? I can't hear you over the ketchup squirting on my <laughs> plate. And uh, and then I always joke. I'm like, yeah, how come you never accidentally take too much broccoli? Oh, his, oops! His... I spilled cauliflower on my plate. Oh no! Oh no! I guess I have to eat it all. That never happens. Right. So, yeah. There's that. Anyways. Fog machine, not just for backgrounds, not just for spooky looks for Halloween, although, a, a spoiler alert, Adam is going to use his fog machine for his Halloween photo this year. I know it. I just gonna, know it. I'm going to try. I'm going to really, really try. Oh, no. Yeah, no, that's me putting it out there like I've dedicated myself to trying. What did Sean Connery say in the movie The Rock about guys uh, who do their best? I forget. You go look it up. Google Google what, what he said about guys doing their best. Okay. All right. Was it was okay. it not good enough? It's not it's not good enough. I forget. I forget. I forget. <laughs> I don't think it's appropriate for the show, I'll be honest. Okay. The uh, Sean Connery, he had his moments. So there's that. Anyway, buy buy yourself a fog machine. I'm I guarantee you it's gonna come up uh, before the month is out on, on at least on some of my photos for sure. I'm gonna shoot shoot with some more. Mostly because I can't get it back in that room. Uh, full of attic stuff. So it's, it's out. We're using it. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's it for websites. Nowhere. Still nothing, eh? No, never, never going to have one. Okay. If you want to find Adam stuff, go to foghat.com. And uh, I think it's, I think it's there. 
Slower. Might be, yeah. Yeah, it starts there. Uh, but my stuff is at, is it alanatridge.com? Probably. Uh, Holtzfeller Woodworking. I, oh, I'm going to be building some stuff coming up. Did not shoot the attic build because it, the only thing more boring than the, the, the video of an attic insulation is me talking about it for 30 minutes at the top of the show. So right. didn't do it, uh, but we'll have some Thank stuff you. coming. So Thank you. Thank you for that. Though. Stay tuned for at Holtzfeller Woodworking dot com or on Instagram or whatever. Uh, but the two of us are at twohosers.com where you can go to find all the links, photos, everything we just talked about. Oh, we didn't t- oh challenge for next week, Adam. Okay. I even wrote it down. I said challenge for next week. Uh, although that doesn't make any sense to me. I didn't write I no the problem is I didn't write it down. So we reminder Halloween for the uh, monthly challenge. I already talked about that at the top. Next week we're going back to fall, you and me. Okay, trying again. Again with the trying. Okay, sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think she was the prom queen. But anyways, that's it. Until next week, get out there and make better photos. Mm-hmm.